Greetings, exciting ones. Welcome to today's podcast. I pray that you will be found in good spirits, that all things are well, and that with God, all things are possible. Let's go ahead and open this session with a moment of silence, followed by a prayer. Let's, let's pray the Our Father. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and pray a couple of more times. The uh, Our Father, I'd like to ask you to uh, send it over the fence. Send the prayer up and over into the, he- the heaven's realm, into the floor of the he- heavens. It's not too far. It's about 12 feet, about the, the size of the ceiling of your house. Let's just push the prayer by faith into the heavens. And we're going to believe that God hears our prayer. And then from there on, we will say praises and thanksgiving all day long, praising God that he has heard our prayer, that we have got a payload by this prayer. Believe me, pray it over, over the top into the kingdom of God. And then from there, we go on our merry way for the day. For we have done our duty. Here we go again. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, one more time, please. Whose Father? Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now what we're going to do is pray for our, uh, for our loved ones. Pray Psalm 93, please. 93, excuse me. 23. 23. We'll pray for our loved ones. That they, too, will come into the kingdom of God. Here we go. Okay, let me get it in English. This is from the Message Bible. It just came up. Let's go ahead and try that. It says, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. Okay, let's pray for our kids. We'll say it this way. God, the shepherd of my children, they don't need a thing. You have bedded them down in lush meadows. You find them in quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, 
You let them catch their breath and send them in the right direction. Even when they, their ways go through the death valley, they are not afraid. They walk right beside you. And trust your shepherd's staff. They feel secure. You provide for them a six-course dinner right in front of their enemies. You revive their drooping head. Their cup rims with blessings. Your beauty and love chases after them every day of their lives. They're back home in the house of God for the rest of their lives. Amen. Let's go ahead and send a blessing to all our loved ones. Now, gear up. Think about the loved ones. Let's let go with faith and believe that God is listening because he is. Let's throw this prayer right over the top into the heavens. Pray for our loved ones, for the people we're concerned with. Okay, here we go. The Lord is the shepherd of my loved ones. They have everything they need. He lets them rest in fields of green grass. He leads them besides the quiet pools of fresh water. He gives them new strength. He guides them in the right path. As he promised, even if they go through the deepest, darkest valleys, they will not be afraid, Lord, for you are right by them. Your shepherd's rod and staff protect them. You prepare a banquet for them in the presence of all their enemies. You welcome them as your honored guests. You fill their cup to the brim. I know that your goodness and your love will be with them all the days of their life, and they will dwell in your house forever and ever. Amen. We send the blessings to our children. Okay, and loved ones to our parents, everyone else. Now let's go ahead and move over to another psalm that is effective in my, I like these first few verses of Psalm 18. Go ahead and repeat it after me and say, How I love you, Lord. You are my defender. The Lord is my protector. He is my strong fortress. My God is my protection. And with him I am safe. He protects me like a shield. He defends and keeps me safe. I call to the Lord and he saved me from my enemies. Praise the Lord. Amen. Verse 28. O Lord, you give me light. You dispel my darkness. You give me strength to attack my enemies and power to overcome their defenses. This God, how perfect are his deeds, how dependable his words. He is a shield for all who seek his protection. The Lord alone is God. God alone is our defense. He is the God who makes me strong, who makes my pathway safe. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer. He keeps me safe on the mountains. He trains me for battle so that I can use the strongest bow. O Lord, you protect and save me. Your care has made me great, and your power has kept me safe. You have kept me from being captured, and I have never fallen. You give me strength for the battle and victory over my enemies. 
You make my enemies run from me. I destroy those who hate me. They cry for help, but no one saves them. They call to the Lord, but he does not answer. The Lord lives. Praise my defender. Proclaim the greatness of the God who saves me. He gives me victory over my enemies and subdues nations under my feet and saves me from my foes. O Lord, you give me victory over my enemies and protect me from violent people. And so I praise you among the nations. I sing praises to you. God gives great victories to his king. He shows constant love to the ones he has chosen, to David and his descendants forever. The prayers of David. Amen. Let's go ahead and jump to Psalm 91. This is the Good News translation. Let's go ahead and switch over now to the New King James, the one we're used to. Here we go. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the follower and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction unless lays waste at noonday. Eight thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands shall they bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra and the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalms 103, and this is our last psalm or prayer in this time of prayer that we have. Here we go. Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. 
who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in mercy. He will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy to those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. As the father pitied his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass as a flower of the field, so he flourishes. For the wind passes over and it is gone. And his place remember no more. But the mercy of the Lord is everlasting to everlasting. To those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children. To such as keep his covenant and to those who remember his commandments to do them. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his host, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Amen and amen. And now, a teaching from Faith to Faith, May 19th. Don't Waste Time Wondering by Kenneth Copeland. Our scripture for today is Ephesians 5.17. Wherefore, be you not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So many believers wring their hands and worry about whether or not they're praying according to God's will. Oh, dear me, they say, I certainly can't expect God to do something for me that's outside His will, and they're absolutely right. But they don't need to waste time standing around looking puzzled. They need to grab their Bibles and find out what the will of God is. God has made some very specific promises in His Word, and it is His will to fulfill every one of them in your life. In fact, those promises are divinely guaranteed by a contract that has been signed in the blood of Jesus. Think of it this way. Your Bible is the last will and testament of Jesus Christ. It is a record of your inheritance. Everything that belongs to you has been written down in that book and the smartest thing you can do is to find out what's in it. Don't leave it lying on the coffee table and hit the floor crying. Oh God, oh God, I'm searching for the truth. Pick up your Bible from the coffee table and find out what belongs to you. Find out how you need to change to get in line with God's will. Most people don't do that. They try to change God instead. 
They'll go on and on trying to convince God just how badly they hurt or how poor they are. They beg and plead and wheedle. Wheedle? They beg and plead and squirm, all the while acting as they had to somehow change God's mind about the situation. Those folks are in for a long wait. God is never going to change. The Bible says He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His will is too, so don't waste your time wondering if your prayers are in line with it. Get the book and base your prayers on it. Then you can rest assured the answer is on His way. And reading for this morning on that subject is Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. And it says, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment and you lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the path of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice equity in every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perverse things, from those who leave the path of uprightness to walk in the way of darkness who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perversity of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and who are devious in their path. To the, the Lord will deliver you from the immoral woman, from the seductress with flatter with her words, who forsake the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of, of her God. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <coughs> and now a reading, a random reading from the book, Answers to Praise. Usually miracles about people hall. They had a problem. They thanked God about it. And then God came through with it. This one is called A Guard Safe. Saved it. And the guard writes in, Greetings in our Lord's wonderful name. I read Prison of Praise and was baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now good things are happening in this prison ever since. The Spirit is moving among the men. Thirteen men have been saved since the first of the year plus one guard. Five of these men have received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Two weeks ago a guard found the Lord. Five of us had returned from a prayer meeting and we went to one inmate's cell. However, only one inmate is allowed to a cell at a time. We knew that the guards would chase us out shortly, but we wanted to have prayer before all the cells would be closed. 
A minute after we got to the cell, a guard did come to chase us out. We all shouted, Praise the Lord! And he asked him to come in and to pray with us. The guard opened his mouth but said nothing. He turned around at a very fast rate, almost a run left. While we were praying, another guard came to chase us out. But he said nothing either. He also left. Then a different guard came to chase us out. And this time we were through praying. He came to the cell door and couldn't say anything either. By his own testimony later, we said, Praise the Lord and, and two men who had been baptized in the Holy Spirit that evening witnessed to this guard. So they told him what the Lord had done for them and what he meant to them. The guard slid down the, the wall and sat on the floor. He was in the hall, half in the cell and half out of the cell, crying. I asked him if he would like us to pray for him, and he said, Yes. I asked Joe to pray for him. At first, Joe didn't know what to say. He asked the guard to repeat after him the sinner's prayer of repentance and acceptance of Christ. The guard was safe while sitting on the cell floor. Many men have found the Lord here, and their lives have changed. I contacted some Christian bookstores, and they sent us some books. So I started a Christian lending library. I tried to be led by the Spirit about what books to, lo to loan each man. Could you send me more copies of Prisoner of Praise? We have used all that we had and could use more. This book has really been a blessing to many men here. Could you also send at least one copy of Power and Praise? Do you have any other books that you could send for our library? The Lord bless you, and I trust you are having a blessed time in the Lord. Note, this ministry sends thousands and thousands of books out uh, to prisons free. Jails, institutions, all kinds of places. And I buy thousands and thousands and pass them out myself. Me and the wife. I was doing it way before I met her. And I met other people that are, do it, pass out books too. The little booklet called Prison of Praise. By the way, the movie is on YouTube and it's free. Prison of Praise. Make sure you pass that movie out electronically free. And now the, the author of this book, Answers to Praise, who received this letter, is commenting. Marilyn Carotter says, Similar, sim, similar letters from all over the United States have encouraged us to form the Foundations of Praise Incorporated. We hope to get copies to prisons of Prisoner of Praise and other books to the thousands of prisoners, hospital, patients, servicemen, and women, and to the most needy people in the world. This book is also printed in Spanish and about 58 other languages. And we are working to have it translated in several other languages. Okay, here you go. As of 2010, Prisoner of Praise printed in 56 languages. You can support the Foundation of Praise whenever you desire. Acts 16.29 The jailer fell down before Paul and Silas. He begged them, Sir, what must I do to be saved? I had a I was running an Al-Anon meeting, and a young man came to the meeting, and uh, he started attending with a court card, and then he started following me to AA, 
and uh, you know, early uh, early forties, late thirties, and a bartender. He's now got thirty days of sobriety. He uh, he entered in the wrong apartment, drunk, and made a big squabble, thinking he was at home, and the people were in his house. So they uh, he's up against to see the the uh, the judge. Anyway, he asked me for prayer, and I prayed for the situation, and it just dawned on me that he was asking for salvation prayer. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and see him today and get that guy saved, get him in the loop. <laughs> Excuse me. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Lift up his counts and give you peace and establish you in every which way. Amen. Go get them, family. Give them heaven.